People of Note on Fine Music Radio is proudly brought to you each week at this time by Peter Turin Productions. You're listening to Fine Music Radio and this is Rodney Trojan welcoming you to this week's edition of People of Note. And today we're going to be talking about Red Rhino, which is, let me tell you, a purpose-driven company created by a handful of individuals from Norway, Ireland, and South Africa, who together recognize the vital importance of identifying and mentoring Africa future environmental leaders. Clean water and fertile soil are but two life-sustaining resources, which are fundamental to alleviating poverty in Africa. And to quote Peter Scott, who's the founder of the World Wildlife Fund, the conservationist's most important task, if we are to save the world, is to educate. And Red Rhino designs and sells exquisite wilderness-inspired scarves, especially for the corporate gift market, as well as selected boutiques. And all profits go to the Lapalala Wilderness School in Waterberg. The founder and one of the directors of Red Rhino is Elizabeth Folgen, all the way from Norway, who's with me in the studio today. And Elizabeth, welcome. Thank you very much. All the way from Norway. (laughs) Thank you very much for having me. But you don't live in Norway anymore, do you? You actually live in Ireland. I do. I lived in Ireland for the last 25, 28 years. Yeah, I came there as a young, young student. I was studying Irish at the time. (laughs) <laughs> many, right. many years ago, yeah. Is that why you left Norway, or what? What? Brought, what made you go uh, to Ireland? I think I, I grew up with a father who was a seaman, and he brought a lot of music from around the world back home, uh, and uh, we, he played a lot of Irish music. So I, I think it inspired me, and I was very curious about the country. And I happened to travel over, and no big plan. It just happened. I stayed, and that's my home. And that's where you still are. Yeah. And Red Rhino apparently has a shop there, and that's one of your bases, isn't it? That's correct. So I have, a, a, it's called Sullivan's Country Grocer. So it's an old-fashioned, sustainably driven uh, country store. We have an in-house artisan sourdough bakery, and we have a sustainable homewares. And in there, I have a whole wall dedicated to the Red Rhino scarves. So now tell me Red Rhino scarves. Mm-hmm. I just need to know. Let's put it into context. Yes. What is that exactly? So it's a, it's a social enterprise. So it's totally non-for-profit. I lived in South Africa a few years ago when I met John Hanks, who's the chairman of the Lapalala Women's School. And whom we know well here on exactly. Music Radio. Yes. yes. And uh, he brought me up to Lapalala to show me around, uh, thinking about how could we fundraise in Europe for the school. And I started with corporate fundraising, which I found very tricky. And then I thought we could create a product and generate long-term income from the school instead. So we decided we landed eventually on scarves. So we have beautiful nature images that are digitally printed onto various uh, fabrics of scarves. It's interesting that you landed on scarves. I mean, yeah. I'm sort of trying to work out why. What is the, the I, attraction I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, okay. It was a long process. We started with a lot of different clothing we were trying to and then... Because we wanted to convey the message of nature, you can do that very easily on scarves. And it's, it's an accessory, so you don't have to worry about sizes and changing. It's a very straightforward, simple product. And we wanted to keep it very small, very simple, uncomplicated, because it's a volunteer organization. So it's something we all do on the side. Mm-hmm. And 
Or the scarves made of different materials, depending on it, depending the on uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, all our images are uh, given to us by our collaborators. We basically we work more or less only through collaborations with different people, and we are given these images to create. So some people, including our current collaborator, we'll be talking about. Uh, he had a choice that he wanted to do a wool and natural fabrics. We have wool and model for him. Mm-hmm. And then some people we do silk, depending on the type of image. And part of the whole operation is that you are at the same time helping to uplift the community. Yeah. Do they get involved in the actual manufacture of the scarves? No. So uh, Lapalala Wilderness School, as the school itself and its educators, are very much involved in Red Rhino. So we often we stay with them and we work through designs and plans, and uh, so they're very much kind of part of the hub. But they are not currently made in South Africa because they are digitally printed. They are very high res and very high quality scarf. We are looking for a manufacturer here. Uh, and in, in the meantime, they're being made for us in Italy. Okay. Yeah. Now you are wearing one as we speak, I which am. is sort of green. Yes. What <laughs> various shades of green? So what, just explain what you're wearing. Of course. So this is a very. Bearing in mind, we haven't got a camera here. Yeah, I know. So. I, I will try and describe it. So last year we uh, created a new collection, which we call My Wilderness, and we invite environmentalists who work very hard for planet Earth to come on board, and to choose one of their favorite uh, wilderness places. And they give us their images and we create a scarf in their name. Mm-hmm. And this, we were very lucky to meet with Craig Foster, the maker of my octopus teacher last November. And he very generously came on board as a collaborator. So last week we did the photo shoot in Simonstown and Hout Bay and around the place. And this is one of the two scarves we have in his name. So this is the Kelp Forest. So that is an underwater scene depicting yes, kelp that he, that that he, he would he have swum through when exactly. he did the octopus. Exactly. In Falls Bay. Oh, yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's silk? No. So this is uh, modal and wool. Okay. He, he, he preferred to use just natural fabrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the actual printing of these scarves is, mm. must be actually quite complicated. As you said, it's high resolution as well, isn't it? It is. Uh, so it's a digital print. It's not a screen print. Mm. Because we're using nature imagery, as you can see, it's see-through. So it, it comes through on the other side with 90% resolution, as opposed to screen printing, where you wouldn't be able to use it on both sides. But you can right. with digital print. And right. because we're using amazing nature shots, we wanted to have that quality. But that kind of digital printing isn't that readily available yet. But we, we do want to move a production down here. Oh, yeah. It's good that you've included South Africa. And that was all as a result of John Hanks taking yes. you to La Palala. Exactly. That was okay. the start of it. Okay. <laughs> um, Elizabeth, watch, yeah. let's have a, a music break. What's yeah. your first piece of music? Okay. Um, Nina Simone. Yes. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. Is there a reason for this? Is it something I, special? It's just, it's a song that I've always loved since I was a teenager. Uh, it has for me also very much to do with the nature because that is where I feel most free is in nature. And I think, uh, I suppose it's a life, a lifelong goal of feeling free within yourself and in nature. And I've never tired of that song. Thank you. 
Simone, I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. And that's the first choice of my guest on People of Note this week here on Fine Music Radio, Elizabeth Folgen, all the way from Norway, who is one of the founders and who is the founder, in fact, and one of the directors of Red Rhino. Uh, talk about scarves and things, but where does the word Red Rhino come from? Yeah, that was, uh, we actually call ourselves now Red Rhino Wilderness Scarves because there are a good few Red Rhinos out there. It was a work in progress. There was a few late night sessions. We were trying to come up with a name. And the logo for the Lapalala Wilderness School at the time was the rhino. And then we were thinking of the African red earth and we were bringing things together. Rhino is on the, the, the red endangered list. I don't know. It, it just all of a sudden became red rhino and it's a name that we now stuck with. And it can be a little bit confusing because there's a lot of rhino organizations out there. Mm-hmm. But it, it was because it was the logo of the school at the time. Okay, no, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> but also when you think of red rhino, as you think, you think of a rhino. Yes. And yet what you are doing is so delicate with scarves. Very, and very true, actually. So yes, that's an interesting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> but we decided we call it now red rhino wilderness scarves, mm-hmm. as in one word, to explain better what What's going on? You told me that you went from Norway to live in Ireland mm-hmm. a long time ago. Mm. And then how did this all come about, this red rhino? I was living in Ireland and I, I had an artisan uh, bakery. Um, my son was very young at the time. 
and it was a few years of baking around the clock. My son used to sleep between two chairs before I brought him to school in the morning. <laughs> it was uh, it was great. It was in a tiny village in the west coast of Ireland. But um, since I was little, I always had dreamt of experiencing Africa and nature was always my thing. So it came up through the Norwegian Peace Corps that they were looking for someone to go down to South Africa and be in exchange for one year. Oh, um, yes. And I jumped on it. I applied for it. Didn't think I would get it, but I did. So myself and my son went down. He was uh, 11 at the time. And we worked for an international uh, Pan-African NGO in Joburg. And through there, that's how I met John. And I stayed there for a year that time. And then that's when you said you went to La Palala yeah. and that's how that came. Exactly. And then Red Rhino came directly out of that. Yes. And then we had a few sessions uh, and uh, a few friends in Ireland. Uh, we created a bit of a, a, a think tank, a hub, uh, brainstorming. In the next year, a good friend of mine, Frances Crow, uh, she's an artist from Ireland, and uh, we started it together. And we, then we went back to La Palala and we presented our idea and to get them on board and get their ideas, and that was it. It was a very organically grown enterprise. <laughs> yeah, It sounds like a lot of organic growth yeah. <laughs> in your life and with your shop. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've realized now, talking to you, that your shop is a place where you sell good food and bakeries and things like that. But at those shops, do you sell the scarves? Yes. Ah. So our shop is very much like an old-fashioned uh, grocer yes. with the old wooden benches and you buy across the counter. And all our baking is done with organic flowers. And we have a lot of uh, local food and uh, reduced packaging, zero waste. That's kind of our focus. And then we have a sustainable homer section. I actually do sell quite a lot of South African produce there. I sell leather bags from uh, from Cork Bay and I sell Mongo design and I send Barrydale weaving um, materials. And do they buy? Do they sell? Yes, very well. Very well. And then there's one wall which is totally dedicated to all the red rhino scarves that hang on display and for sale. Oh. Yeah. And do they do well, the red very rhino well, scarves? Very well. Very well. With Irish people as well as tourists. Yes, because what we what we do, because this is an Irish South African collaboration, mm -hmm. uh, we also create some Irish inspired scarves. So I have uh, some local artists who are giving me images of Connemara, which is a national park on the west coast of Ireland. And mm -hmm. we have some stunning images from there. So we have very locally inspired scarves as well, which the tourists will buy a lot or locals will buy as, as gifts. Mm -hmm. so they're hanging alongside the African inspired scarves. And can you buy them in this country? <laughs> not, not, the, not the Irish yet. No, no, yeah. I mean the scarves. Oh, sorry, yes. So, so the, the African-inspired scarves are just last week launched on our website with a dedicated South African web portal, which we're trying to make as simple as possible. It might need a little bit of time. So what we wanted to do was to have a separate portal for South Africans when they're in South Africa to buy. So the two Craig scarves are, of course, there and Clive Walker, who was the founder of the Lapalala Wilderness School. He's also an artist. We have watercolour painting of a leopard made into a scarf as well. Josie Berain from Haupe, she has a scarf as well in her name. They are now available in South Africa. My colleague in McGregor, Paula, she she's a stock taker and she dispatches it from there. Gosh, you know the places to go, don't you, like McGregor? Yeah, well, over, over the years, over yes, the years. Yes, because yeah, that's got yeah. such an artistic feel to it true, with their true. poetry festivals and yes, things like that. True. So with the scarves, the other thing is, and I'm going to get to Craig Foster in a moment, mm -hmm. is that you say that people can say, I want a scarf designed like this, and there's a little verse on the scarf. So a corporate can come to you and say, we want a painting of the mountain, 
We do custom made scarves. So there is, of course, a minimum quantity uh, for the run, which is 30 scarves. And as long as the image is nature inspired, we yeah. can create anything at all with their logo, with their message, a particular function. Uh, with a message from Lapalala, so they, it shows what they support, and we have beautiful compostable packaging, and that all comes together in one product that, w- that we do. Well, let's take another piece of music, Elizabeth, and see what's what your next choice is. Okay. Well, um, I love classical music, and I think Mozart is my number one, and he always has been. Uh, and I love the clarinet concerto, the the slow movement. Yeah, is one of my all-time favorites.
part of Mozart's clarinet concerto there, and that featured Thea King as the clarinetist with the English Chamber Orchestra. And it was the second choice of my guest on People of Note this week, who is Elizabeth Folgen, founder and one of the directors of Red Rhino Designs. As we've heard, a purpose-driven company created by a handful of individuals from Norway, Ireland and South Africa who recognize the vital importance of identifying and mentoring Africa future environmental leaders. And that's one thing I want to talk about now. How do you do that? What do you mean by mentoring future environmental leaders in Africa? Well, that is the core of what the Lapalala Wilderness School does. So it's up in Limpopo, uh, not far from Falvater, and it's in the Lapalala Reserve. And it invites disadvantaged children from community schools in a 100k radius around the school. And they come for a week. And all the educators at the school uh, are from uh, the province. And, and the director is Mashuda Makoka. They're an amazingly dedicated team. For each school that comes, the educators will have done their homework and they will know about the environmental issues in these children's villages. And they start off, that's a starting point in they're opening their eyes to the natural world and very many of these have never seen uh, a reserve and seen wildlife and they spend a night outside under the stars as well. It's a very hands-on, amazing um, education and in doing that the school always looks for individuals with potential, with passion and interest in the natural world and they have a special program called the Youth Development Program, where they pick these uh, children that show potential and interest into a special program that they invite them back year after year after year. So it's a very uh, down-to-earth program, all the way to tertiary education in order to create the next generation of environmental leaders in South Africa. And is that happening? Are, are they yes. discovering yes. potential leaders? Absolutely, absolutely. And the, the program is running, and that is the particular program that we support, Red Rhino Wilderness Scarves, in particular. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And does this sort of thing happen elsewhere, or is it purely in South Africa that this um, educational thing for future leaders happens? Is I, it, it your project in Africa, so to speak? Oh, yes, yes. I wouldn't be involved in anything. You would have eco-schools around the world. But I think the importance in, in Africa, it's much, much deeper, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the need for it than in a lot of Western countries. Eco-schools, they would be on a very different level. It would be outdoor camping and, and that kind of thing. But this is actually, it's poverty alleviation at the same time. It's uh, soil erosion. It's, it's uh, unclean water. It's invasive species, all these things that villagers struggle, struggle with. Uh, and Lapalala Wilderness School starts at that point, explain it to the children so they understand the issues and why. And then they also teach the teachers that come at the same time and they try to do like a domino effect so it spreads. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. But now you said, I think you said earlier, you were always interested in Africa, even when you were very young, when mm. you were in Norway. Why? What, what was it about Africa that intrigued you? Are you able to answer that? I don't know if, if I can. I I think I was always happier out in nature. I grew up in a very isolated, beautiful part of Norway. So I had the sea on one side and the forest on the other, and I spent a lot of time outside in nature. And I loved the wild. That was always my attraction. So, of course, Africa is the wild. It is indeed. Yeah, yeah. And presumably you weren't disappointed when you came out here. Yeah? I know, and I never am, every time I come. <laughs> How often do you come? Uh, I try. Well, COVID obviously changed things. Yes. Um, I was here in November when we met with Craig Foster and I'm here now and I'm hoping I might be back again at the end of the year. So once or twice a year. 
That's good yeah. to see you as frequently as that. This is all. Uh, it's my. I, I include it as my holiday at the same time, um, but it's also my red vinyl work and to source products for my shop. So I combine everything. It sounds like a wonderful life. Yes, I'm very lucky. Being um, in Africa in the wildlife, as you mm-hmm. said, and then also being in Ireland, which is so different. Mm. I think it couldn't be more different than Africa. No, very true. Do you agree? <laughs> yes. And I was interested also that you said that you like Irish music, and that's coming up in a short while. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, we're going to take music by Delib. This is from his opera Luckme. Are we going to hear that famous flower duet? Yes. Uh, I just happen to love love that piece I don't really know why in my shop in Ireland I have a big repertoire of music that we play in the shop and all sorts of music very eclectic but this is one of the pieces that we play and it seems to be repeating itself an awful lot of times more than other songs I don't know why that happens but I never tired of it it's a it's an amazing piece so okay here it is the flower duet from Lakme.
Well, that reminds you of airways that was used for a certain airline. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the, a certain airline. <laughs> a certain airline. The flower duet from the Opera Lakme by yeah. Delib. And it's another choice, the third choice of my guest this week on People of Note, Elizabeth Folgen, visiting us all the way from Norway, and who is the founder and one of the directors of Red Rhino Designs. And I've been wanting to ask you this because this box, Elizabeth, is sitting here right in front of me, Red Rhino, the Craig Foster Scarf, maker of my octopus teacher. Mm -hmm. And in this country, and I'm sure everywhere, mm -hmm. we know about the octopus teacher so well. Mm -hmm. In fact, on People of Note, we had the man, Kevin Smuts, who wrote the music. Oh, so nice. tell me the story of this of the scarf. Yes, so uh, last year we introduced a new collection called My Wilderness, where we invite people who do an awful lot for the environment to come on board and choose their favorite wild places. So we introduced Jane Goodall with this collection last year. And then when Craig's movie came out, my colleague Paula, who lives in McGregor, she called me and she said, oh my God, you have to see this movie. It's amazing. <laughs> Two days later, my mother called me in Norway. Oh my God, you have to see this movie. It's amazing. Oh, really? <laughs> and then my friend Catherine in Ireland, who also works for Red Rhino, um, said, oh my God, did you see that movie when she came to work the next day? So <laughs> it was that kind of a wow. And it was from all parts of the world, which I thought was so special. And Red Rhino has so far, we've been working on land, and mm. this was an amazing uh, wilderness in the sea, which was very new to us. And I have to say, Craig opened my eyes to what's what's there underneath the kelp forest in a way that I, you know, I thought I knew, but I didn't have no yeah. idea what was I really under there. I think all of us, all yeah. of us were stunned by yeah. what we saw. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So Paula then suggested we have to contact Craig. Now, Craig luckily uh, had heard great things about John Hanks, of course, and that helped us to get a foot inside the door. Craig has obviously been inundated since he won the Oscars yes, for this movie, right. um, which can't be easy. And apparently so he's we very, very shy. Lucky. He doesn't he, like much publicity. No, and I think uh, when we met him in November, he's an amazing individual. Um, and I got the feeling that he's, he's more of the natural world than he is of our world. And, and I think that was something that he has been striving for for years. Um, he talks an awful lot in his book about original design and primal joy, and I find that extremely interesting. It's, um, and he often says, remember that you are wild. Uh, so he resonates to Red Rhino on very many levels, uh, and he has such a strong message on what's in us that is wild that our ancestors had that we're kind of losing, mm -hmm. and most of us probably have, and I think Craig is finding his way back, and, and you feel that when you meet him. He's an amazing person. So how did the scarf come about? So we uh, had a meeting with him at his home uh, overlooking Falls Bay and we asked him if he would be interested and in if we could create a scarf in his name. He was very generous, said yes. So he sent us a series of images that he took uh, underneath the sea in the kelp forest and we have chosen two and we created two scarves. So one we called Craig's Octopus. It's a stun stunning image, what you're looking at, of the octopus high up in the kelp canopy. And then the other one is the kelp forest, which is a pashmina style scarf, which basically all the rich biodiversity of life that is in the kelp forest. My goodness. And are you happy at how it's turned out? Yes. Is, has it come out yes. like that one that you're wearing? Yes. And then this one here, which later you're going to have to open and show us. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that, that one, it's amazing when you have a very high res image like this octopus has the octopus really pops. It's almost like it's alive in, in the kelp in the canopy when you wear it. It's mm. a stunning scarf. 
And now, how many of these have you had so far, of these bespoke um, scarves? Because it is your business, so presumably you have a number from a number of famous people. Well, we, we have 12 styles in our collection altogether, but from the famous people, they're only part of what we call my wilderness collection, which is basically their wilderness. And that only started last year. So Craig is number two. Jane Goodall is number one. So it, okay. it's the beginning of okay. this new collection. Of a whole collection. Yeah, yeah. And is he happy with it, Craig? Yes. Now, he is unfortunately not at home at the moment. Um, but I did send some to him where he is. And he was absolutely delighted. He said it was thrown. He sent me a WhatsApp and said he was very, very pleased with it. So just let me get my head right. Yeah. Anyone can buy these. For yes. example, if I wanted to buy the scarf, yeah. I could buy it. It's not only for Craig. Oh, no, 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 no. He has given it to us to sell, to right. raise funds for the Lapalala Wilderness School. Okay. And so, so that's how he collaborates with us. So it's for everyone to buy. But we don't create it for them. That would be a custom-made. But this is the ones that we sell for, for the world, basically. And they're on our website. And they're dispatched from McGregor. It's interesting. Why McGregor? Why did you choose? I said earlier it's a, mm. a lovely artistic environment, McGregor. Mm. No, it just happened so that one of our other directors... Happens uh, to live there. Happens to live there. <laughs> See, it's not a <laughs> romantic romantic No, 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 no. no. <laughs> All right, let's do another piece of music. Okay. And now I see we've got some Irish music coming up. Yes, well, um, as I mentioned earlier, I grew up with Irish music and it's always been close to my heart. Um, and I absolutely love Luke Kelly. Luke Kelly was a singer of the Dubliners and um, he, it's one of the most beautiful Irish songs, which is called Raglan Road. And it was a poem by Patrick Kavanagh. And it's it's a very, very powerful uh, message in it. Beautiful. On Raglan Road Of an autumn day I saw her first And knew That her dark hair Would weave a snare that I might one day rule I saw the danger and I passed Along the enchanted way And I said let grief be a fallen leaf at the dawning of the day On Grafton Street In November We tripped lightly along the ledge Of a deep ravine where can be the worth of passion's pledge The queen of hearts still making tarts And I'm not making hay Oh, I loved too much And by such, by such is happiness thrown away I gave her gifts 
of the mind I gave her the secret sign that's known to the artists who have known the true gods of sound and stone and word and tint without stint I gave her poems to say with her own name there and her own dark hair like clouds over fields of On a quiet street Where old ghosts meet I see her walking now Away from me so hurriedly My reason must allow that I had loved not as I should A creature made of clay When the angel woos The clay he'd lose His wings at the dawn There's some Irish music for you. Luke Kelly, Raglan Road, and uh, the choice of my guest, Elizabeth Folgan, here on People of Note, where we are talking about red rhino designs. These are exquisite wilderness-inspired scarves, it says here, and we've seen one as well for the corporate gift market as well as selected boutiques. Now, Elizabeth, you say all net profit goes to the Lapalala Wilderness School in the Waterberg. Mm -hmm. How does this profit <clears throat> system work? Okay, so we have a very simple um, structure because we all have day jobs and this is on the side, so we just need to keep it very simple. So it's one product, the scarves, and one cause. And basically, uh, our only expenses are the, the price of the scarves and accountancy and a little bit of uh, printing work. And otherwise, the total profit is then donated to the school. I transfer the money directly to the school account on the last day of every year. So we, we don't have advertising budgets or marketing budgets or anything like that, and which is why for us collaborations are so important. And that's why we also started My Wilderness Collection with high-profiled environmentalists, because they will also help us to lift our profile. Indeed. Yeah, and we're always yeah. looking for people to collaborate with, whether it's images or um, whether they want to wear scarves, influencers, as you call them, uh, to, to to put the message across and to mm -hmm. spread our name. Um, that's kind of the basics of, of how the Rhino is run. The scarf that you, the, the Craig Foster scarf about the octopus, mm -hmm. you've now shown us, and you and I were blown away because of, as you said, the octopus really seems to to jump out at mm. you. But now, what is written on his scarf? So this is a personal message from Craig that he chose himself. 
the greatest threat to our planet is the cooling of the human heart towards nature. Powerful which is, which is strong. Yeah. It is powerful. Yeah, yeah. And may I ask, do you have someone else on your list after Craig Foster? Uh, or is it a secret? <clears throat> it's a secret. We have a few thoughts <laughs> in the in the back of our head, but we want to give the rest of this year is all about Craig Foster and we'll give him total focus, uh, try to have it mentioned as many places, have people to wear the scarves and to show them around. And then we're thinking we'll do one a year. So this is Craig's year and then next year we'll think. You'll think of someone else. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I'm available if you're interested. Excellent. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> no jokes aside. But Elizabeth, I was just thinking, we haven't really found out much about you and your youth in Norway, although you said you left Norway quite young. Mm. But you come from a family of people who are interested in wildlife, or is that something special? No, uh, no, 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 I, I do, I do. Uh, my, my father was very, he grew up in the, in the city of Oslo. Uh, but they moved to the coast and, and very much the, the countryside uh, when he was young. And uh, he definitely gave us a love and respect for nature, uh, trees especially. Mm-hmm. He was a lover of trees and wildlife. He would uh, pick me up from school sometimes when it was dark and he would turn off the headlights and he would just say, just look at the stars. And he was driving <laughs> along. and uh, In the dark. In the dark, so that I could see the stars properly. And um we had a cabin up in the mountains, uh, no water, no electricity, nothing like that. He built it with a friend of ours. Very basic, and I think it was my favorite place in the whole world. And um, that was all about being out in nature. So, yeah, definitely it came, it came from an early age. And did you deal quite well with the weather in Norway and the long nights and the long days, that sort of thing? Yes. It's actually it's a very nice way to live because you do have then very long summer evenings mm. and you have beautiful warm summers in big parts of Norway. So you have the seasons. So I really remember the spring is the most amazing time in Norway because you've had a long, you know, two meters of snow for a few months. Well, that's changed now because of climate <laughs> change, but that's how it used to be. Two meters um, seems unbelievable. Yeah, we used to have to shovel every morning to get to the car, to get yes. to school and that right, kind of thing. Right. But then when spring came and it melted away and you saw the green, it's like a reawakening every year. Mm-hmm. An amazing uh, experience. And they say the light is very different in Norway. The daylight, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I don't know how to explain that. It's very, it's very bright. It, it's, very, it's very sharp. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I find that in every country, Ireland has a very different light as well. Very different It's softer, cloud. isn't it? Yes. Isn't it? A lot it is, softer. It is, yeah. yeah. Like the English light. Mm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so green. And so very green. <laughs> I know. Now, I'm going to ask you something silly. It's not silly at all. Okay. But I want you to say something in Norwegian to us. Okay. Anything in particular? Um, how about, this is Elizabeth Folgen, and I would like to greet all the listeners on Fine Music Radio and wish you well. And it's lovely to be here. <laughs> something like that. Mitt navn er Elisabeth Folgen. Jeg er veldig glad for å være her i dag. Og jeg hilser til dere alle. Og tusen takk for at dere kunne være på programmet i dag. Ha det godt. Okay, okay, thank yeah. you. Sure. And another naive <laughs> question, how close, yeah. and this is from a naive South African point of view, are the languages Denmark, uh, Swedish and Norwegian? Are they very different from each other? No, they're very close. Are they very yeah, close? Yeah, we were, we were actually under Denmark for 400 years and we were under Sweden for 100 years. So we have very much the Danish language in writing is almost the same. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it's dialects difference rather than... Um, not be able to understand each other. We're very okay. close. So you could speak Swedish and Denmark, w- Danish? No, I would, I, would, I would speak Norwegian, but we would understand each other, no problem. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And do you miss it at all? How often do you get back to Norway? Well, I'm actually going back in a month, and I haven't been back since, uh, 
six months before COVID started. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to that. I, I would like to go back once a year. I love, I love, I'm, I came from the South Coast and I, I love the, we spend a lot of time outdoors in the summer. Uh, there's a lot of wilderness in Aura. Mm. I'm repeating myself, but, uh, but, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> but, but that is what I look forward to, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth, we, we're nearing the end of our program now. So you've chosen as your last piece something African. Let's see how, after your beautiful Norwegian, if you can pronounce that. It's a uh, test. Yes, uh, yes, very much so. Uh, John, actually, and Carol Hanks, uh, the, who I mentioned earlier, Carol is actually a director on a, on a board as well, on the Red Rhino board. They introduced me to this amazing choir, and wow, I was blown away. Uh, and the name of them is um, Lindovo. Indlovo. Indlovo, sorry, Indlovo. I got that it's wrong. It's the youth choir, isn't Indlovo it? Indlovo youth choir, yeah. Okay. And especially, I did love Shallow. But they have a huge repertoire, so obviously I don't know all their songs, but I, I did like that one. I'm sure we'll find yeah. Shallow yeah. for you. They're, they're very impressive. So I've been talking to Elizabeth Folgan, who's one of the directors. She's also the founder of Red Rhino Designs. And as you've been hearing through the course of the program, they make these bespoke scarves. And on the table here is the magnificent... Uh, Craig Foster scarf and if you go to our website you'll be able to see a picture of Elizabeth and me on our Facebook mm. page of uh, the scarf Elizabeth thank you very much thank you so much for having me Oh, yeah.